People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life. I like Wes Isley. I like everything about him. All right. On today's episode, we have Jeremy Bryant. Jeremy is a fellow podcast host that has two different podcasts, um, Maniacal Music Musings and Paranormal, the new normal podcast. Jeremy, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing good. You said both names correctly, which is a rare thing. Well, that's good. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about a little bit about Maniacal Music Musings because, uh, dude, I listen to podcasts all the time and uh, I don't listen to the radio at all anymore. We listen to Christmas music at Christmas time. But that's really about the only time I listen to music. I'm listening to podcasts all the time. What's your music podcast about? Well, um, there's two different. T- we do we do reg- our regular episodes are an album, our album challenges, where we have a guest. They bring on an album. And me and my co-host try to match it. And basically, it's just a way for everybody to explore new music they might not have heard of before. Okay, so and, when you're when you're matching it, you're just trying to find something else that sounds similar, or you like that, but have you heard this type of thing? Or are you guys, can you name that tune? Is it that type of thing? Um, More like, well, I mean, we try to match it something similar to what they got, but sometimes I can't match it to what they have in anything I listen to in my library, so... It's more of like, okay, who do I think would be compatible with this? Or if I listen to those for a second, do I hear something comparable? Like okay. that, or like a, even if there's a sample and something I listen to from a CD they're bringing, like that's something different. But do you have so, a huge music collection? Are you a vinyl lover? How does that work? My co host does. He has a huge vinyl collection. I never collected vinyl, I just have a huge unknown Apple library that. Most artists I bring forward, no one ever heard of. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I'm uh, middle of the road. I, I couldn't help you at all. There's a place <laughs> called There's a Me place either. called the Magic Castle in L.A. And they have a um, they have a wink, wink. They have a ghost that plays the piano. Now, it's all tongue in cheek. There's no spirits in that room. Uh, there might be in the castle, but as that, far as you know, that that <laughs> piano is totally rigged rigged it's a yeah. it's a magic trick but you can talk to the piano and it can play you different songs but my music vocabulary is so pitiful that if a song's playing on the piano unless somebody tells me that's what it is my brain can't put the two and two together so you can't name that tune i can't name that tune i can't say oh like it's so awesome because somebody has to hold my hand and walk me through it and then i get it but it'll be like, how are you doing today? And then it plays some song like um, it's a it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And then I'll under somebody has to tell me it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And then you can have conversations with that ghost. But somebody has to tell me that's what song is playing because I can't. Yeah, it gets crazy. Did we lose you? No, I'm here still. Oh, OK. All right. So anyway, yeah, so I can't communicate with the ghosts like a, like a normal music lover can. <laughs> with all the, yeah, naming that tune. But anyway. So how long have you been doing the uh, Maniacal Music Musings podcast? Um, We started that back in April, um, not April, uh, June, maybe, uh, July. It's been a relatively new thing. 
I met my co-host on another show we were on together and we just wanted to do something together and we both love music. So, and I like a lot of, like I said, a lot of unknown underground rap and European metal. So I wanted to get music that I like out into the world. My, my brother's nine years older than me. I can, I can get into some old school, uh, early eighties rap, uh, you know, gangster delight and all that. But, <laughs> but boy, my wife is, uh, what, six years younger than me. And uh-huh. she's like, I have no idea what you're listening to. I have no yeah. idea any of this. Early, yeah. early run DMC, any, anything like that. I'm into it, man. I'm into it. Well, actually, speaking of run DMC, we do have a, this weekend, this, not this, well, obviously not this weekend, but um, this, a week from this weekend, we're doing a Christmas rap and a Christmas rock bracket. Mm. Very cool. Very cool. I, we, do, I, we do brackets a couple times a month, usually. I just saw that, um, uh, was it? It was Run. Run has a musical out now. Have you heard of that or seen that at all? I can't say I have. It's a. I think it's on Disney Plus, and it's him doing a Christmas musical to rap. I, uh, Did I'm, you watch I'm, it? I saw. I saw three minutes of it. I'm like, this is all right. I oh like yeah? It. yeah, yeah. Nice. There's people dancing in the streets, and they have it all set up and everything. And they're he's walking through, like narrating it. And people are dancing and acting different things out. I saw like a teaser minute and a half, but I think it's on Disney Plus, and uh, I want to say it's like um, uh, it's not Scrooge or anything like that. It's 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 another famous Christmas story done through rap, so uh, a modern retelling. Yeah, it sounds pretty neat. Anyway, well, I mean, Run DMC did write "Christmas in Hollis," which is the number one Christmas rap song on the ranking. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I used to have their cassette tape. I used to listen to that Christmas song all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the cassette tape. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> See, my wife, her first uh, music listening device was probably the uh, the CD player. Walk- Walkman. Walkman. Yeah. Walkman. Yeah. 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 Discman. Discman is what it's called. Walkman was the, the cassette thing. So I know you. Go ahead. So I know you have two podcasts. And uh, like I said, I can't. I can't talk to you about the music stuff because i just can't keep up but the paranormal uh the new normal podcast paranormal the new normal podcast uh really piqued my interest and i'm like yeah let's talk about that where were you at halloween time my wife and i did an episode by ourselves talking about stuff like this and how long you been doing that podcast that one i've been doing since april i've been doing that one since the beginning of april i want to say maybe the end but I just decided I wanted to start my own podcast finally because I'm I've been on a lot of other people's podcasts at that point and I'm like, what do I love? And I I love the paranormal. I always have since I was a kid. So I was like, you know what? Let's do a paranormal interview show. And fifty something, almost sixty episodes later, here we are. Nice. So uh, you, you do that one by yourself, though. You just have somebody come on. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's always a guest. There's always a guest. I I always say. I wouldn't want to listen to myself talk for an hour about Bigfoot. Why would anybody want to listen to just me talk about Bigfoot? Well, we got well, you nice. on today yeah, to hear nice you to talk a, about Bigfoot. It's nice to have back and forth with somebody. And I think exactly. it's easier, too. You know, you're not just, like, filling time by yourself. So you have somebody to talk back and forth with. It's it's easier. I yeah. have Natalie with every episode for me, and uh, I, I couldn't do it without her. Even Aww. if it's somebody, even if it's, a you know, a magician or somebody like you where I could talk you know, ghosts and Bigfoot and everything for an hour by myself. It's nice that sometimes I miss something and she's like, well, she missed that part. Oh, because I get so into it. She brings you back on track. So that's nice <laughs> to have too. 
But um, I have a whole list of notes here. Let's you want it ready to dig into it, man? Let's do it. All, All right. right. So I looked through some of your old episode titles, and we saw one that said uh, reptilians. Now the only thing I know about reptilians is like seriously two YouTube videos I've seen, and they were probably three minutes each. It's not. I have not gone down that rabbit hole. Natalie, how much do you know? I know about the Loch Ness monster. Nope, that's not a reptilian. <laughs> that's all I know. Can, okay. Can you well, teach us I about reptilians? Nothing. Well, the, the Loch Ness could be a reptile, technically. It's just not a reptilian. Oh, well, what's the difference? You have to educate me. I don't know. I don't know this <laughs> well, part. Well, I mean, the reason reptilians are called reptilians to begin with is because they're basically lizard men from space, almost. Like oh. a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people think reptilians are what helped a lot of ancient civilizations get built and get powerful, like the Aztecs, the Egyptians. A lot of people think reptilians were involved in that, and it's also believed by some that there are reptilians living underground in Los Angeles. Oh, if they were anywhere, they'd be in L.A. <laughs> I mean, what do you think been... they're doing in L.A.? No one knows. I mean, people think it's Illuminati related. People think it's New World Order related. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around reptilians. And I mean, the only thing I know about them for sure is that they've been seen, people have seen them. And just like they've seen greys and other alien races, they've seen reptilians. And people people are willing to report it. And supposedly they can wear fake masks, they can shape shift and all that. So I mean, reptilians are just a very advanced extraterrestrial species, according to, according to what most people believe. believe. So the they can, they can seen... shapeshift and look like humans, is what you're saying. I've heard stories of, like, a, I, I mean, I was auditioning to be on another paranormal podcast, actually, before I started my own, uh-huh. to be a co-host with someone. And she had a story about when she was a kid in church, and that there was a reptilian, like, she was in church, and all of a sudden... One of the priests turned their head and it was reptilian. Like, but only she could see it. Like everybody else was like just looking at him like he was normal. They're humanoids and they look like a person. Interesting. But you know, they might let their tail down at night. Well, Who knows? Uh. I mean I mean, yeah, it's been it's been believed that they can like phase their faces out like to look human or and maybe maybe she caught maybe she could see through it for some reason. There's also been like a demonic presence uh brought forth by like reptilians possibly like they think it's possibly like a, a, a demonic thing are they always seen in like an evil light or does anybody think they're done good i mean i, I know like like the helping of the pyramids was that a good thing or was that a bad thing did they have to say something i, bad? Mean, I mean well if they needed depends. power for their own planet they weren't it wasn't good or bad they were just using us as slave labor Oh, basically, I mean that's the common belief. I mean, okay. of course, n- none of this is sitting in. None of this we're talking is like fact that we know is one hundred percent fact. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's as far as I know. Unlike the Greys, which people have had, I've had people tell me that the Greys are good, the Greys are bad. Okay. Reptilians, I've yet to have anyone who really is an expert in the subject say, "Oh, they're good." Like, no, they're usually they're usually out for themselves and. If they're on Earth, it's because eventually they'd like to take it over. I mean, oh well, the videos that I've seen on YouTube, like I said, it was two of them, three minutes each, probably. Um, it was like heavy, big wig politicians, and oh, when they blinked, okay. you could see their eyes go to. I think you showed me that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that sounds familiar. Uh, looking like cat eyes, I guess when they blink. Weird, taking over the world. 
bait. Looking like looking like snake eyes, lizard eyes. That's, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. What it is. So what about uh, what about Men in Black? Do you know anything about Men in Black? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I, I know a fair amount about Men in Black, besides it being an amazing Will Smith movie. But <laughs> well, I mean, it, it got its origin. I've never heard of Men in Black until that, and then you start researching that. A lot of people say that they saw some oh. stuff, and then they the Men in Black showed up. I mean, then the why Men would they Black... remember it? If it's like the movie, they should do the it's, little forgetty thing. It's not like the movie because they don't want you to forget, and we oh. don't have the tech. And they want to threaten know, you. As far as we know, they don't have the technology yet to actually do that with the flashy thingy. But uh-huh. I mean, it's possible. But uh, the Men in Black have been around since at least at least Roswell. And back in the 50s, if not earlier. I mean, there's reports earlier as well where they're, scar- they're scarce because it was the 30s, 40s, and people were not talking through anything nationally yet even. So, but there are reports, and Roswell especially, a lot of the people that were at the original Roswell when New Mexico crashes were told to shut their mouths. Or it's a weather balloon. Like, that's what the men in black were passing around back then. Saying, oh, it was a weather balloon. That's all it was. That's all you're saying it was. So... But what was the evidence? The evidence was they they had metal shards and all this stuff and all this big wings and not wings, but like huge chunks of metal. And then the next day in the paper, like there is a paper saying there was a right. Isn't there two newspaper headings? Headline? Oh, there's multiple. There's multiple. But with three different well, with three different storylines. I mean, I know people nowadays who have had I'm actually trying to get him on my podcast as well. He's the nephew or the great nephew of one of the original Roswell uh, wreckage finders and he was just on my friend's podcast I'm trying to get my mind too but I haven't reached out to him yet but there's I mean the men in black I've heard a lot of things about them through the years a lot of stories about them and supposedly nowadays they're not even the men in black anymore really I mean they still are technically but they're called the khaki men now because no man walks around wearing all black suits nowadays mm-hmm. unless you're going to a funeral. So you can't, they can't be conspicuous like that unless they dress like men dress nowadays, which most fathers I know wear khakis and Hawaiian shirts. So that's what they wear nowadays. <laughs> I have never heard Hawaiian this one. Shirts. I mean, if I had somebody coming to my house and saying they work for the government and they're wearing a Hawaiian shirt and khakis, I wouldn't believe them. But if they showed up in a full tuxedo, well, I don't think they tell you. They don't just come out and tell you they work for the government, do you? They they just no, start no. spreading the the fake story. But to invite you in the house and give you a cup of tea and talk to you. About oh no, 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 they don't. They don't. They don't care. They don't care if they're going to your house or not. They just. They don't. And most of the time, from the reports I've heard, they just walk up and start talking to you and asking you, "So you saw this, huh?" And like, until you get to the point where you admit it, that's okay. when they start. That's when they threaten you. Oh, that makes sense. That, okay, all right. I'm, see, I'm no, trying see, to follow the, the movie guy. Line. He's the friendly the guy that came up to you, started a conversation, yeah. and then he totally flips the script on you. Hey, dude, what'd you see? Like, I yeah, saw something I saw too. This. What'd you see? Yeah. Dude, what'd you see? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the khaki Napoleon, man. This is new I to mean, me. I heard about the, I heard I heard about that uh, that khaki man on a thing on a podcast where I forget what the I forget what podcast it was. I was I used to listen to so many at once, but I don't get time anymore. But basically, I mean. It was, they first changed into this when they were, in the 80s, they were working with a scientist who was trying to figure out a way to communicate with extraterrestrials. And he was making a lot of progress. So eventually, the khaki men, Blade and Black, drove him insane because, and he's now been living in a mental asylum since. 
but oh, they, drove him in, they, they drove him insane because they he had good technology and they didn't want him leaking it. So when he sat when he started getting spooked and he said he was gonna start leaking it out to the press where he's been making, they basically made him go insane and shut him up. Well, now what about um, that guy that has been on? Like he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and he used to work on oh, the um, Bob Lazar. Yeah, well, they haven't gotten oh. to him yet. <sighs> I think certain people they just know they can't get to because they're too well known, okay. and if they just if they disappear, it's gonna look suspicious enough. Like yeah, yeah, but I've he's heard, also like, had his name drug in the mud. Like they erased his history of of work where of, he went to where school. he went to college. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They erased I mean, headlines from newspapers where he I've invented heard, a rocket car. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of Bob Lazar. I've heard of that name, but I mean, it's just. I ha- I have an I have a friend who I used to live a couple do- a couple condos down from, and he works for the government with aeronautics. And one night during a blackout, we were talking outside while he was grilling, and he's and he's like and I'm like I'm talking about his job. I never really talked to him about his job, and I'm like, so what exactly do you do? And he's like, I can't really tell you. He's like, but let's just say this: I've been to a lot of different places around the country, including one that's in the desert that might have a certain number classified with it, but I can't say that. Oh, interesting. Ooh, is he a khaki man? Does he walk out the house in khakis and Hawaiian shirt? Um, sometimes, but he's also like me, and he's a bigger guy, so we do that just to for comfort. But that's funny. Uh oh! Hey. Don't admit you know anything. He might drive you insane. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to go back to the reptilians real quick. Okay. We, we used to listen to Howard Stern all the time because we're in the car going from gig to gig, and um. It was just something that was always on on satellite radio. And Howard had a famous rock star on. And he said he saw a, he was offered like kind of an Illuminati deal type thing. And the person to show their sincerity revealed themselves to them as a reptilian. I'd have to do research to show who that, tell who that was. But how, did they Howard, say who it was on the Oh, stage? yeah. It was the, the guy was being interviewed. He's a famous rocker. And he said, Yeah, I have seen some things. I saw the but person did, morph. But did in the front rocker guy say who the, the guy morphed was? No. No. Okay. But he also is blown off because he is a rocker and there's right. drug use right. and there's drinking and there's this and there's this. But right. So they can just deny it. Be like, I've been yeah, drunk. I've high. never imagined somebody turning into an alien in front of me. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, I mean, he was hallucinating. Yeah. Maybe he's on right. something, not just alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean they could, they could say you smoke as much weed as you want to, but I mean, you're not going to see a reptilian changing when you're high on weed. No, <laughs> right? no, no. So, um, you have a podcast with, um, extraterrestrials in the military. What was that about? Talk about area 51 and military and everything. Oh yeah. Hermes episode. Um, we, he believes fully, and his parents backed him up on this when he was younger, that he, he was dropped off to his parents by extraterrestrials for them to raise. What? And, I mean, whether you want to believe that idea or not, which I, I'm not going to say I go either way 100%, but it was a good conversation, so I didn't really care where he came from as long as we had a good conversation about it. Yeah. But. I mean, but because he's in the military, he won't even show his face. Like, if you go on YouTube and try to watch the video of that episode, he doesn't even show his face on camera or any part of his body on camera ever. But his parents, doesn't... parents back him up on that. They... According to according to him, they do. I haven't checked with them, but wow. <laughs> but I mean, 
uh, he, I mean, the, the episode itself is fascinating, and we get into a lot of stuff about what we think is wrong with the government and with the military and everything else. But it, and the the beginning of the show is very fascinating for any paranormal lover because it's just he's from, I believe, the Andromeda Galaxy, according according to what he's found out. And I mean, it so sounds he, too good. He is an extraterrestrial, is what just what he's saying. And he's in he the wasn't military. just he not, wasn't not just found of... by extraterrestrials and dropped off. He was actually he actually he's is from one. Is Andromeda what he's Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was dropped off as a baby by extraterrestrials, according to him, and he's been watching life on Earth ever since. And he just sees the issues with all of it. But I've also had another episode, another episode where a man was abducted by aliens to go fight an army for them. Oh, interesting. What was that like? Yeah. Did he have um, futuristic weapons? He's yes. I mean he. He has done every. He's drawn images of what the all all the fellow people he fought with look like, which basically they look like humans, but eight to fifteen feet tall. So, oh wow, what was like his? Giant... If I was an alien coming to Earth, I would grab Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I would grab yeah. I mean, who is this dude? The strongest people. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna grab Arnold Schwarzenegger, you better grab him like thirty years ago. But yeah, that's well, fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's but fine. I mean, don't talk bad about Arnold. Somebody, somebody like that. <laughs> He's older now, but yeah, I still love him. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, who is this guy? What what what, what is yeah. his qualifications that they pluck him from her? Um, I don't know, but he's been he's been abducted all his life, and that was why I wanted to have him on the show because he had a really interesting story. Wow. wow. And I mean, so he's had my, multiple abductions. Oh yeah, and I mean, my wife believes she's been abducted since she was a child because. She used to wake up as a child. Well, she wouldn't wake up. Her sister would wake up when she when they were children. They slept in the same room. And she would go look for her. And she wouldn't be able to find her anywhere in the house at like 3 in the morning. And this is like a 6, 7, 8-year-old child. So there's no way she's going out anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, she's and, not sneaking out the house. And to this day, my wife sometimes loses time. Like at, if she's up late and like she'll come to bed like at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'll be like, where were you? And she's like, I don't know. I was sitting on the front porch smoking. And all of a sudden... It went from 1 a.m. and I look at next time I look at the clock, it was 4 a.m. and I feel like I was gone. So she doesn't I mean, remember anything. She just loses yeah. time. She yeah, loses but time, and she'll be sober during it too. But but here's the thing. I mean, having somebody else look for a missing kid in a house—that's the first time I've ever heard a story like that. Because some of them, I've heard alien abduction stories are, you're like, um, this is this is one way I've heard it. It's you're you're sleeping bed. Next thing you know, there's bright lights and people touching you and examining you. And they say that they're dreaming about the birth experience because there's bright lights. Oh, interesting. And they have big eyes because yeah. the doctors would have big eyes and there's lights all around so bright that it hurts your eyes yeah. and they're examining you. Okay, I can believe that. I can go with that. But a kid just disappearing from the house, that's something I've never heard before. Now we're going back to maybe. Yeah. And she doesn't remember that when she was a kid either. She remembers her. She remembers her sister looking for her, and she remembers like her sister asking her next morning, like, "Where did you go last night for like three hours?" And she like, "I didn't go anywhere. I was sleeping." Okay. Wow, that's so weird. She doesn't remember any of it. Well, I, mean, I guess it's not, but it's just just a weird circumstance. And what's trippy what is say. the trippiest part is because the house my wife lived in before we got married, before we moved in together was down the Bridgewater Triangle of Massachusetts, which I don't know if you've heard of that, but it's a very no. 
it's a very it's like the Bermuda Triangle or the Alaska Triangle or the Anzo Borrego Triangle out in California. Like that's just one of many triangles on Earth that has a lot of supernatural, paranormal things happen in it. Oh. And, and she that's where she lived was on the edge of that kind of. Okay. And I bought I bought her a camera for her room because you know just keep an eye on the kids because they all were sleeping in one room till we moved in together, and the one night like out, they're all sleeping but outside the camera caught outside her bedroom window like this big lurking and she lived she had, she was on the second floor too so and it's no easy way to climb on the roof in the sec- to get to her roof no easy way mm-hmm. but outside her window there's this big black looking shadowy figure like crawling towards her window on the camera. And then, next thing you know, camera goes staticky. And so do you have do you have that on video? You have you have that captured? I, I don't because I was too cheap to pay for the plan to actually save your video for more than like twenty four hours. So, oh <sighs> man, uh, I know. I mean, the times. That, oh, well, trust me, in that bedroom, it would have paid off plenty of times because there were so many times there was creepy stuff in that bedroom, ghost and whatnot. Because was that house, in the triangle area as well? Yeah, that I bought the camera for her bedroom when they lived in the when they lived there. Oh, okay, okay. In the triangle. Gotcha. That's why because... I have my wife sleep next to the window just in case something comes in the night. But I mean, it's just it's it's weird. It's weird, and I wish I had. I wish I had bought the plan because I mean, I mean, there's plenty of videos that she saw in that that were creepy, like lights going on and off in her room without her doing anything, uh, ghost lights or orbs floating around because. For those who don't know, I'll give a quick history of it. The Bridgewater Triangle was, I forget the name of the Native American tribe that was in that area, but they basically were slaughtered by the white man during the 1600s, or maybe early 1700s. Mm-hmm. And on his dying breath at the, I forget the name of the swamp, Muckinuck or something like that. It's like a weird swamp name, but in this swamp, in his last breath, the chief of the Native Americans cursed all the land in this area so that the white people couldn't enjoy it and that so they would always be haunted by it and ever since then that whole area has been a range of things from satanic cult killings in those woods bigfoot giant snakes um what are they called oh my god how am i forgetting what they're called uh they're like little ewok looking guys oh puck wedgies Mm. Puckwudgies. Puck um, we saw Puckwudgie on uh, the Osborne show. We liked that oh. Osborne show. That was oh, J- Jack Osborne show. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. was fun. What was it called? Oh, uh, we watched every single episode, and then um, Do You Believe? It was called Do You Believe? Oh yeah, Osborne. Do you believe? Yeah, he was yeah. showing his parents all these things, all these videos and- of different things. Yeah. If I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Jason Muse from Kevin Smith fame on that? No. Or, uh, so Jack has done several different episodes of different things, like they'll go oh. ghost hunt and stuff, but I've never seen anything else but oh. the Osbournes, yeah. Do You Believe? And they would show clips from the internet and clips that got sent in, and they're like, all right, what do you think? And he's like, oh, that's a that's a solar flare. What is it called? He called it a... Oh, yeah. Ball lightning. Yeah, it's ball lightning. Ozzy would always be like, that's ball lightning. No matter what it was. Ball lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Running joke in the show. But But, um, he talked about Pukwajis and stuff. So your wife is still having, though, I'm putting you back on track, Wesley. Thank you. um, (laughs) 
your wife is still having like losing time and different things like that now but do you guys still live in that triangle area or no oh no we 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 moved about an hour and a half two hours northwest of that area so is she just one of those people that this paranormal stuff is attracted to is that what it is oh well funny enough the house we live in now is haunted oh okay did you have a did you have a home ghost disclosure when you signed about your house no, um, did not. Did, we did not realize it for the first month or well, okay. Well, apparently, my wife and my stepfather have not stepfather, my father in law, when they were up here fixing the house up one weekend, um, apparently they did hear noises and see things. But apparently, the owner of that, and I've had multiple people on my podcast confirm this, but apparently, there is a the, the original resident who built this house is still living here and he likes to put around the garage and the carport out in the driveway and apparently he doesn't like chickens because he killed a bunch of our chickens that were in the garage oh that's awful yeah they we we would come out in the morning and find them flattened and dead oh my gosh not just they just look like killed over they were so it wasn't a raccoon tearing them apart sucking their blood and eating the meat no they're, they're flat no they were they were in an enclosed garage like in the back part of the garage like the back of our garage is a little bit wider than the garage, and I don't know. It looks like it was built to be a chicken coop, but I don't think he ever had chickens. But apparently not. Like, if he hates them, it, it, it <laughs> looks like it was. It looks like it was built to be a chicken coop. So we we set it up for the chickens originally before we we now moved out to the shed because the garage was stinking too much and it was a mess because of all the shredding. So, so, so are they safe now out in the shed? He doesn't go yeah, out there. Once he moved to the shed, not one oh. died from unknown causes i mean we've had some killed by predators that yeah because these birds were just like hanging outside at night instead of going in with the coop with the other birds so that's their fault but still i mean yeah every every death now at least can be explained (laughs) yeah so talking about ghosts and ghosts i just found out this week that uh i think california and texas has home ghost disclosures when you buy a house it's, it's on the books. Now, I don't know if other states have it, but I know those two states do. So California and where? California and Texas. Interesting. But if well, you can't prove it and you can't do it, then why would the lawyers go into You have to sign paperwork because they don't want people to abandon their loan saying the house is haunted. Yeah, haunted. I mean, well, one, there's plenty of people that can come clean out a house without an issue. I've met a lot of them. I mean, it's just there's plenty of people out there that can clear a house. They're whether they be whatever they want to call themselves. There's a lot of different people out there that can clear a house. Yeah, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different people yeah. out there that can that can clear a house. We're actually working on having our house cleared out, so we don't have to deal with it anymore because our garage is always unbearably cold, and our garage is always just bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you got well, some dude why, out there, if you got some spirit out there. Why would people move away from their house then? Just, I guess, bad experiences. They don't want to remember it, I guess. Are they? Even if they got it cleared. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and also, I mean, well, it makes sense they'd have them sign it, though, because, I mean, I, but, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know. It makes sense to have the ghost thing so you know it's haunted before you move in, because, I wouldn't want to move into a house that's haunted, especially for living in this one. <laughs> but I was thinking, I, I was thinking about having you on, and I, we had a long drive yesterday. We had to go 
it was a five-hour drive to do our show yesterday. And I was thinking, there's ghosts in the Bible. They talk about the Holy Ghost in the Bible. Well. Oh, well, yeah. It's not, ooh. But what's the difference? Hey, please uh-huh. explain that to me, Natalie. My wife is a religion major. What is the difference? Honey, I don't know. You're rolling your eyes, but they're talking about ghosts in the Bible. It's a Holy yeah, Holy Spirit. Holy okay, Spirit. it's a spirit. I, I don't know what it's to tell a, you. I, well, you have you have a spirit in you too, honey. It's it's your spirit. It's your soul. And they say he's with us all the time. Okay. Well, Wes, put it this Omnipresent. way. Omnipresent. Yes, please. Yes, bring me back. <laughs> they mention they mention dragons in the Bible about eight or nine times. Please explain that. Where is that at? I off the top of my head, you have to Google it. Off the top of my head, I don't know. But. Well, we have a Bible okay. app on Natalie's cell phone. She'll Google it. But what did they call them? They didn't call them dragons. They called them dragon creatures. They call them dragons by name. Oh, interesting. We have and a Bible app. We can search words. You know, the only reason I know that is because there's a podcast out there that's called "There's Dragons in the Bible," and that's literally the point of it. Like the first episode of his podcast is all about that, and then like he starts breaking down. I couldn't listen to too much of his podcast because he was so monotone. I, I just couldn't stand his voice. So that for a yeah. while. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's yeah. some out there. My um, my babysitter, like I said, listens to a lot of spiritual podcasts. It might and... be dinosaurs. Yeah. So they're saying that because the English word it was Bible was translated in English word before the word dinosaur was invented. So they would describe large reptiles as dragon. So it could be that they were talking about dinosaurs. But there's dragons in the Bible. Yeah, Could be mentioned but... 21 times in the Old Testament. 21 times in the Old Testament. The wow. King James, in the King James version. Wow. Well, I mean, don't get me started on the King James version because that's just all the that's the Bible after they want after all the kings decide what they want want to rip out of it. But but this is and then this says that other terms in scripture that relate to dragons include serpents and beasts. Um, yeah. Oh, well, and it says they're often representations of the devil. And demons that would confront the people of God in conflict and temptation. That too, but I mean, you also got to think about this though. If they're talking about dinosaurs, supposedly dinosaurs existing negates everything the Bible says. That's why they didn't want to teach evolution in schools. Well, I'm a Christian, and I I don't know about dinosaurs being in the Bible, but you got the bones, so obviously they were around. I mean, just because it's not mentioned in the Bible, I don't oh, think. Oh. I know, but it's just those. Has, you, I don't know. I, yeah. They don't talk I about. I, I can. I, I'm not one of those crazy people that thinks the world's flat either. So they I mean... don't talk. They don't talk about. They don't talk about photosynthesis in the Bible either. No. Right. right. Not everything is talked about in the Bible. Right. They're trying okay. to teach you how to be a good person. So, I mean, dude, well, we can go on a whole spiral of this. Let's go back to ghosts. Let's talk. Let's have fun. <laughs> so, um, ghosts and kids' spirit activity. So. You have a haunted house now. What have you experienced in this new house? Yourself, not your wife, yourself. Myself, very little because I am not open to, like, I've had people on my podcast who try to tell me, like, you have a gift. You just don't know how to use it yet. And I'm like, well, can you teach me? Like, come on. Like, I, I'd love to be able to talk to the spirit in my house, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't want me to see it. Apparently it doesn't want me to hear it because it doesn't do anything with me. I'm, I've always been one of those people where I, I've always been one of those people where it's those who want to see don't see. Like it's just one of those things. Like I've always wanted to see something paranormal based, but I never do. Besides occasional UFOs. <laughs> so but, our 
our house could be haunted, but none of us are open to it, so we just don't know it. I don't want to I think our house is haunted. We do is have something going on. But the neighbor a, says we have EMTs or something. Is that a here. possibility? Is that? I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. depends on. Interesting. I mean, you're, you're not going to have a full conjuring level haunting without knowing it. We're like things are slamming against walls and whatnot, but right. you could easily have a spirit living in your house, and if you're just not either open to it, or if you're not, if you're actively trying to avoid it, then yeah, you could easily just not think it's haunted. It was just a ghost that lives there, and they don't do anything. Like, if they just float around all day, basically, then what are you going to do? Like, there's nothing, and you don't yeah. see it, then you don't know, but they could be there. There could be la, 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 I can't hear this. We don't have ghosts in our house. La, <laughs> la, la. But I'll tell you what, we had an episode that our old uh, RV may have. My wife saw an apparition. Yeah, well, it was it was really fast. It was when I was turning around. I just saw this. This It looked like a man, kind of a chunky man. And, and there's just, you got this feeling when you were in the RV. It's just, you got this feeling that there was a presence there. And we have since that one broke. It was an older RV, and it we were, it was our first RV. We got an older one to kind of test out RV type stuff before we invested in a good one. So it completely went kaput on us. So we've gotten rid of it since and gotten a new one. And you don't feel that kind of presence in the new one. So, so to feed my animals, I, mean, I had was... to walk by the RV to feed my chickens and the ducks and the bunnies and the doves in my show. And I don't care if it's 9 a.m. or midnight, you just felt like somebody was staring at you through the window. You just had that feeling that you're being watched. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't, he seemed, I, I named him Steve just because I needed a name. But um, it wasn't nothing bad ever happened. presence. Nothing, nothing ever, ever happened. happened. No, that's, I only saw that one little, I don't know what you call it, once. Little apparition. Apparition once. But you, it, there's just this feeling of somebody there. Um, but my but it daughter, wasn't like it was an evil feeling. It my was daughter, just a present. my twin son, the babysitter, they were further in the back of the RV. We were in the driver's seat and passenger seat. And when she had that experience, that she was the only one in the RV. Yeah. I did not like going to get something out of the RV after nighttime. It just felt weird. I felt like a little kid scared. Um, but they never experienced anything riding down the road or doing anything, did mm -mm. they? I don't think so. No, they told um, us. Yeah, but I, I did. I just you, I going go down back, the road. Uh, no, just no. It just felt like there was somebody else there. I guess I don't know. That's weird. Or you get, go back in I, there for something and be like, "Hey, see what's up." <laughs> I get that. Get this, you know, I, I get that feeling though, because like going out to my garage at night, like, is like a creepy thing. Like, if I had to bring the garbage out, like after it's dark out, I'm like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, no. just wait till morning. No, yeah. there's no rush. There's no rush. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so, luckily, luckily we fixed the sensor light, so it turns on as soon as I walk in the garage. But still, like, yeah, there you go. We, we we had our dogs in the back of the garage for a while, and they would just get freaked out back there. And like, it literally sounded like I have a huge hundred pound mastiff that's not a year old yet, and mm -hmm. she was in her crate in the back of the garage when we had her out there months ago, like during the summer. And she all of a sudden sounded one night like someone was trying to kill her, like she Aww. was squealing like I never heard a dog squeal in my life, and. We went out there right away, of course, and we let her out of the cage, and she's ran in the house, and nothing physically wrong with her, but something scared the living sh out of her. And like my my wife, when she goes went out there at night to like put her in, sometimes like she, she says, she swears she sees something like just chilling in the corner, and huh. you, you don't know what it is because it just looks like, it looks like something shadowy just hanging there in the corner. 
Well, your ghost sounds a little bit more mean than our Steve that was in the RV. Yeah, Steve never killed chickens. No, Steve was nice. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do anything mean anyway while he was Well, think here. back. Here's Let's the thing. put it that way. Maybe our refrigerator the that did the keep RV open and going down the highway. It, you're right, it did. The fridge you think that was going him? down the road. Could be, I guess. Or just the lack wasn't good. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, what do you think He's about kids' playing. spirit activity? Yeah, the sensitivity of little kids, because we have two-year-olds, and my little boys just learned to say goodbye. And the creepiest thing happened today. My little boy <laughs> opened up his closet and said goodbye, and then closed the door. And I'm like, who's he saying hey, goodbye to? Turned in his around closet? and smiled at us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's more susceptible. Oh, they def they definitely are just from things I've heard. They I hundred percent are more susceptible than anything. My daughter doesn't know anything in the house really, but I mean I just don't know if that's by choice or not. Yeah. My I mean she's five, so I don't know. But my son, on the other hand, he stayed at his aunt and uncle's house one time and like their house is haunted too, because they live they live down by where my wife used to live in the triangle. And okay. like and like he's been to their house and like he was afraid to go to sleep because he was seeing ghosts and stuff. So, oh. in our house, though, he's never seen anything either. Like, I swear, I mean, the only person that really bothers my house is my wife because it rubs her hair or rubs her shoulder when she's in the basement with the dogs. Like, it just, it's weird. Oh, he's attracted yeah. to your wife. I'd I be mean, worried he'd be taking me out to get to the wife. <laughs> he hasn't tried because, I mean, I, I, that's the only thing it is, is I feel like I'm being watched sometimes and like I'll glimpse out of the corner of my eye something moving sometimes, but I can't. As soon as I turn my head, of course, it's gone. But yeah, yeah. It's just that creepiness of like feeling like you're something always around you. Yeah. But then, but then again, I've had I did have I've had different people on my show tell me there's multiple spirits around me that, but some of them only come to say hi now and then, and then they leave. Interesting. Huh. So we were talking about all kinds of different things, reptilians and the thing underneath the reptilians underneath L.A. Have you heard about the Denver airport and all the craziness there? Yes. Tell I my have. wife about that. Yeah, if you yeah. if you know enough to well, explain it to the audience. I actually listened to um the not something scary, um what the hell's her name? The original girl from Something Scary started her own podcast. I forget what it's called now, of course, because I have horrible memory for names. But she had a Native American on her podcast and what he basically said is, is that the Denver airport was built on, it was built on Native American burial ground. Oh, no. So that's one belief is that the Native American spirits are haunting the airport. And now they have, what do you call it? They have Native American, they have Native American music playing in the background at all times in that airport. But so really? low, so low that humans can't hear it with all the hustle bustle. Oh, interesting. But it keeps the spirits at like ease, according to the officials who did it. And I mean, this is coming from a real representative of a Native American culture. So he would not lie about this, I would think. Yeah. I mean, well, I what were some of the things that would happen? Uh, just there would be like people, there were people would see spirits, I guess, in the beginning of the time. And people would have their luggage all of a sudden like disappear and like thrown across the lobby or uh terminal whatever you want to call it i like, thought it, they it, had i thought they had like um like a whole city underneath the denver airport and that's where reptilians were as well that, isn't there that 
that's a whole nother theory is that they right. is that it's either an illuminati or a reptilian or a new world order headquarters below the airport and, and that, that's why those things are happening and they have statues and plaques with like illuminati or whatever yeah, the the symbol yeah underneath but or in the airport in the airport you can go in see the airport it. they have they have oh. like an alien hanging holding like a, a luggage like carrying his luggage and they're like dude it's right there they're trying to show you oh I interesting mean, it's funny because we just talked about this on a conspiracies bracket i did back around thanksgiving on my paranormal show because we did it for fun uh, thank it was a thankful for conspiracies bracket uh-huh. and the denver airport was one of the choices and it's funny because i have one of my other podcasting friends who's a paranormal podcaster ha- lives in denver and he's had friends that worked at the airport and they said like they as they searched as much as they could like on like their off hours when they had all access to every part of the airport and they couldn't find any hidden entrances to anywhere but that doesn't mean they don't exist just means they couldn't find them yeah so what I've heard, and I can't prove, and this is all hearsay, but it took them like, you know, it's supposed to take five years to build the airport, but it took them like 20. And they dug the up way, way more dirt than they should have. Yeah, it was all kinds of crazy things. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've, huh. I mean, I've, I've heard it's a base for reptilians or New World Order or Illuminati, whatever you want to call it. Like, there's it's nothing weird going on there. I mean, it could just be also a government base underneath there. Who knows? I mean, it could yeah, be... Yeah, they emergency. have all those things to just... Area 51 be, part two. <laughs> it, it could be an emergency government base for if, God forbid, the country gets nuked or something. That's where they fly all the important people. It's the Denver airport and they go right underneath the airport. Yeah. That's Actually, interesting. Awesome. That's an but interesting. sucks all the fun out of the room. You just you just made it rational. <laughs> I like being crazy. Well, I like reptilians. I like no, aliens. <laughs> I, I do too, but that's my show right there. Paranormal, the new normal. I'm trying to make it all normal. So... Yeah. To make something normal, you got to take away some of the crazy sometimes with logical explanations. <laughs> well, I, I'm afraid you're going to suck the fun out of the next topic then, because I wanted to talk about Bigfoot. We only have 15 minutes left. <laughs> oh, there, there's no sucking the fun out of Bigfoot. Well, oh, okay. good, good. God bless you. All right, go for let it. Me refer, as Archer would say, let me do some phrasing there, because there are plenty of women supposedly who would suck the fun out of Bigfoot. But, I mean, there's erotica written about Bigfoot, for God's sake. I'm not lying. That exists. <laughs> Wild Big thing Foot podcast. Is, my wife is like, "What erotica? Like, like oh, oh women, oh, women, okay. women, Woo. women hiking in the woods and being abducted why by, be... and they love it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, why would you Men be attracted are these books, to? Uh, why would you be attracted a... to Bigfoot? Yeah, I think I, I think I'll skip those books too. That doesn't sound very fun. I mean, <laughs> hell, there's a tw- there's a twelve part series written by an author. She was on um, the Wild Thing podcast, season one. She was interviewed on that. She wrote about twelve books about that. So wow, and it's not like they weren't selling. Oh, they were selling. Uh, one of the reviews on Amazon even said, "Oh, my husband and I love reading this to each other in bed at night." Wow, oh, wow, which made, interesting. Made me, which made me be like, "Good for you guys. Good for you guys." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very but, interesting. Yeah, I don't think that's a. I don't think that's my thing. All right, so let's go down that rabbit hole. Let's. Well, I mean, where to start? Bigfoot's got a lot of information, but um, I mean, talk. Well, let me ask you this. First thing first, do you believe in Bigfoot? So I see. Uh, yes. No. Yes. I, I'm on the fence. Yeah. It, <laughs> yes, I am. No, yes. I am on the fence. I I love Bigfoot. I have Bigfoot socks. I have. 
I have a Santa t-shirt that says, I believe, and it's Santa in that pose uh, walking Bigfoot. through the woods like yeah. Bigfoot. Um, I, I love the, the theory of Bigfoot. And I do honestly think, I mean, they're finding new insects, new animals every year. We only know, what, 4% of the ocean. How much of Pacific Northwest have we checked out? The, the, you know, I know that, the, yeah, the dense woods and everything. Why couldn't there be something that we don't know about up in there? But I have five acres here. We've lived here for five years. I just found last year that we have an old um, mining uh, shaft. shaft in our property where they would dig gold. So we had a vein through here. It's still there, I guess. But, um, you know, so I took the kids on a hunted trail through the woods and I said, somebody may have died in that shaft. We don't know. <laughs> we might come in with spirits tonight. So, I mean, that's five acres. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of acres up there that's just dense 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 wood so sure why not well i am a huge believer that bigfoot exists sasquatch exists i mean one it's been seen all over the world they don't always call them bigfoot but there's been called it's been all over the world there's been sayings of some upright humanoid primate mm -hmm. and the I native mean, americans had like 15 different names for bigfoot exactly i mean the native americans would in some some of them at least would talk about trading with big hairy men which technically could be a bigfoot and also some of them talked about how these big hairy men would come down from the mountains and would eat would take their people and eat them and oh. would go to war and they would go to war with these creatures because of that they called yeah. them cannibals but they weren't really cannibals they were just a different species so I mean, I, I guess a monkey eating a man isn't really like cannibalism. It's just different species, kind of. But it's just, I mean, Bigfoot has been around forever. I am a huge proponent of the Gigantithecus uh, theory that Gigantithecus, Tithicus, however you want to pronounce it, was been around since... Gigantithecus. Gigantithecus. Yeah. <laughs> it's been around... Yeah. He's been around since caveman times, or she. And... It was originally thought that humans, that Homo sapiens, killed them out. But what if they didn't? What if they just decided, oh, these creatures are killing us. Let's go this way and go the opposite direction. Right. And they just start, they just start spreading and breeding throughout the world. And but they learned to live reclusely and evolved to live in the woods because they didn't want to be around humans, because humans were hunting them and killing them. And so. they say, all right, so now you play on the other side of the fence. Well, what about hunting cameras? What about all this stuff? I don't think they're putting hundreds of thousands of hunting cameras in the woods. Now, I don't believe they have magic powers to mess up hunting cameras. I think if they caught one on camera, they would catch one on camera. But I, I don't they, know. Well, I mean, the, the whole magic powers thing goes into the our, our, our Bigfoot extraterrestrial area, which... Or ultra terrestrial, even do they come over here from another dimension, and then they to get food or whatnot, and then they pop back in their own dimension? Like, I I'm not a huge fan of that theory, but it's been brought up to me enough times that I have to mention it if we're going to talk about Bigfoot. But well, another thing I've heard is they say that it's us from the future, and that's the suits that we travel in, so that we blend in in the woods. So if oh. we're time traveling, that's what we'd wear. I've heard huh. that as well. I don't. I don't. I really can't believe that one. What is it? What is it called? Like a like a ghillie suit. That's our yeah, ghillie suit for time travel. Yeah, I don't. I mean, 
That I, sucks the fun out of Bigfoot I'm right sorry. there. I'm, no, because now, now we're traveling fun. It doesn't suck the fun out of it, really, but it is just, it's Bigfoot. I mean, I could see that. I could, maybe, I could give that like a 2% possibility of existing. That, that That's time travelers wearing Bigfoot suits. So all right, so, all right, 2%. so not everybody that time travels wear a Bigfoot suit, but dude, if you could time travel, what would stop you from going on Amazon, getting a Bigfoot suit, and freaking <laughs> some people out? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The fact that I can go back in time instead to go to a Queen concert when Freddie Mercury was still alive, or yeah, I'd be afraid to see, shoot me. Go, in a go see Hen- oh my gosh! Go see Hendrix perform. Like, there's a lot more I would do with a time machine than go freak people out. <laughs> yeah, but you got somebody drunk at a party, dude. My dad's got a time machine in the thing. Let's do this. I can totally see it. Uh, I, I think we just wrote a movie though. A hot tub time machine exists. We could do a Bigfoot big uh, time machine travel. movie. Goodness. Uh, if you if you get uh, M Night Shyamalan to perform it, then yeah, well, direct it, then, then no, yeah. I want it to be good. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's done some damn good movies in his time. He but... did. Then he stopped. Yeah. Hey, you called Arnold old. I can say M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong isn't uh, <laughs> isn't what he used to be. Oh, he's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else? I mean, they they have they found teeth and. Uh, they found everything. I mean, I am the biggest believer that the government knows Bigfoot exists for a long time now. Since Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt wrote about Bigfoot in one of his books. So what do you say? He just said it was a huge man-like pretty, creature. He said he said he supposedly killed it, but which oh, he, he would have stuffed it and put it in the Smithsonian. No, he no, because he was political. He would have. The government would have kept it in a Area 51 type place, a mm. block site. But, and I mean, it's just the government knows. I keep saying, wait until the next pandemic. It won't be UFOs that get announced again. It'll be Bigfoot. Well, well I mean, they can hold off on that pandemic. I'm, I, 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 don't, I, I don't want that pandemic. I don't want to be here for the next one. I'll be yeah. gone, hopefully. I, 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 I agree. I agree with that part, but still, I'm just just saying. Yeah, if that, yeah. If that's, what, if that's what it takes for the government to make that UFO, UFOs and aliens exist. All then... right, so, so, boy, we only have seven minutes left. I'm trying to get everything out. We went back to UFOs and the government saying that, but the government did say UFOs exist, but the way they poo-pooed it and, and rolled out that press release so softly, it wasn't like saying that the aliens exist. There's just some things we don't know. Which could be from China, which could be from Russia, which could be from whoever. And it's like, no, that's not what we want. We don't want that. Isn't that how the press release was written, though? It was kind of just poo-pooing it, right? It was, but they also released the Tic Tac UFO videos, which were taken by the U.S. military. Yeah. And, I mean, basically, it was a distraction from COVID that didn't work. That's what it was supposed to be. But... It didn't work because people were more concerned about COVID, obviously, than they were about UFOs. Because yeah. most people, most people know UFOs exist. They're not. A lot of people have seen them. Like, 90, my wife and I both have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna say ninety percent of people, I would say, have seen a UFO, even if they don't realize it. Well, I mean, and and what is it? It's an unidentified flying object. I was looking at my brother and my wife talking in a driveway. Something hovered, zipped, and by the time I said, "Hey guys, look," I mean it. Gone. And I'm like, and as soon as I like blink, I'm like, did I just see that? Guys, turn around, look at that. And then 
did I imagine it? Did I dream it? My wife was uh, in college with friends. She was, uh, I got to set the story up though, because she was a religion major and they weren't drinking, they weren't partying, but they were driving down a road and take over now. The, the girls who car, her car had one of those moon roofs. So the, you could see through the roof, obviously. And we were driving up over a mountain and there was just this, it was just hovering. You didn't hear it, but you could see it. So it wasn't like it was a helicopter. Plus the helicopter, can, I don't know. But anyway, it was just hovering over top of the road. And we drove under it. All four of us were in the car. We're like, wait, what was that? And she had to go a little ways before she could turn around because she couldn't just turn around on this road. And we turned around to go back and look and it was gone. But all four of us saw it. And it wasn't, there was no noise. It was completely silent. So it. Helicopter wouldn't do that. Right, exactly. And that's the only thing that can hover. So, I mean, and it wasn't one of those little tiny things. It was, it was huge. It was big. Yeah. You know, fit people in it. It wasn't an early drone. No. I mean, it's just, all these things, I mean, the bigger things out there in the paranormal world definitely exist in my mind. Things that hundreds of people, thousands of people have seen and can say exist. It's hard to dispute that because, I mean, the three biggest things that exist to me are Bigfoot, aliens, and dogmen. We didn't even get into dogmen. I don't, I'm, I don't know anything about dogmen. Is that, is that a military? We only have four minutes. Is it three minutes? Well, is that a military-based dog, thing? Dogmen like Bigfoot are believed to be around since the beginning of time. I mean, look at Anubis, the Egyptian god who looks like a dogman. And yeah. I, I mean, it's they've been around since the beginning of time. I've had people on my show who actually work for the North American Dogman Project. And it's just, they have to exist. There's so much proof of dogmen. There's a map on their website, on the NorthAmericanDogmanProject.com website. There's a map. And it shows all these different stories of dogmen encounters. Now, and, is that that's not a werewolf, though. It's not a like a reptilian no. humanoid. They, they're no. they're dogmen twenty four hours a day. They're dogmen twenty four hours a day. Yep. I mean, th- th- there's a possibility there may be like a werewolf thing out there too, but who knows? Like that to me is a little. I think I think people were seeing dogmen, and that's what they got the idea of werewolves from. But Dude. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Because let me just say the map on the North American Dogman Project has so many different encounters on them throughout Canada, North America, and I think Mexico too, that even if 80% of those are false, that's our just straight up lies. That's still a lot of sightings. Wow. Well, we're going to have to have you back on. This was fascinating. Yeah. I have to do research. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to show Natalie some reptilian videos and we're going to do the Denver, Denver airport videos and check all that out. We'll have you back on sometime, man. This has been fun. It has been. Um, like I said, we didn't talk about maniacal musings, music musings very much, but check out that podcast if you're into music at all. And if apparently if you like obscure music, this dude has a big collection. And um, Paranormal, the new normal podcast is really why we had him on today, just to talk some of this stuff and to have fun. But dude, I had a blast. This was yeah. fun. Time flew by. It did. It, it, was it did. It did. And I, I appreciate you inviting me on. I'm, I'm always down to talk paranormal or music or anything i'm very how about how about a website or a facebook or twitter oh yeah i mean god i'm on everything you could find me on facebook as jeremy bryant 
or you could or I have paranormally normal slash maniacal music musings podcast with an S Facebook group. I'm on Twitter and the gram as at Juggalo Bastard. I'm at I'm on TikTok as Juggalo Bastard Podcasts. And I'm on YouTube as either Paranormal New Normal or Maniacal Music Musings. Just search the names. They'll come up. Awesome. awesome. Thank you so much, man. There's only one more thing left to say. See, See you, you next week. week. Check us out online at WesIsley.com and Patreon.com forward slash Wes underscore Isley. For behind the scenes videos, blooper videos, never before seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley spelled W-E-S-I-S-E-L-I. -S -E